What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. Glad you could join us today. So, as always, Tim and I, we know we're a little later in the week. We switched our days with episodes. So, if you missed our episode from Wednesday with Simply Nano, please go check that out. We go through some crazy tech that they're implementing with CBD. It's a saturated market, but they are just they're differentiating themselves with how they're doing it. So check that out. Tim and I go through our last weekend recap, what we did last weekend. We're going back in time a little bit, and then we come back to the future. So we each have uh, we're moving um, in the next month, two months. So we're in that process of of our our living situation. We talk some investments. We have some good stock conversation. Uh, no free ads, but we use Robinhood. Super easy app. Uh, Tim got me on that. Don't use his link. You'll get a shitty free stock. Use mine. Um, so we, we go through what we're investing in, why we're investing in that, and other things that we think to, to look for in that game as well. And with our RLEs, I talk about life and your expectations, hopes and wants, and how life doesn't care. And, you know, hard roads of acceptance with that. And, and I go through some personal things going on with that as well. And then finish off with our book talk. As always, getting down and nerdy with it. Changemaker by John Berardi. We talk being effective versus efficient. You don't always have to never sleep. You just got to make sure you're being productive with the time that you are awake. Tim, where else do we go in this phenomenal episode on this fabulous Friday? Yes, sir. In, yeah, the stock talk, that might have been my favorite part. Stock talk. Yeah, so I enjoyed be a that new part. segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, and that section kind of give you some of the stocks that I've invested in that are pandemic-friendly stocks. So kind of stocks that you can write out uh, for, for the end of the year um, as the pandemic still lingers, but we aren't really as afraid of it anymore, I guess. So, but those stocks will still be winners. We cover those. Um, and then real life experience, I talk about family leadership. I kind of, I explain the goal that I've set for myself, kind of a personal goal about uh, being more of a leader in my family and uh, initiating meaningful conversations that may or may not be lost as people grow up and people move apart. So really, really cool section that I talk about. And then book talk, I, I started a book a couple weeks ago called The Book on Rental Property Investing by Brandon Turner. Uh, gives you like the lowdown of how to build a team in real estate, uh, what rental property investing means, uh, the ins and outs of it. And talking about that, I discuss the most important thing to remember when you're taking on risk in your career, whether that's risk as an entrepreneur, uh, risk as a professional starting a new job at a new company, moving to a different geographical location for a job. I give you some key tips that you can implement to mitigate risk uh, to be successful. So uh, I think you guys are going to get a lot of value in this episode. Without further ado, episode 138. Last weekend, we got to talk about last weekend, we switched our episodes around. We wanted to get our Simply Nano friends, um, get them out there. So that was a fun episode. It was. We learned a lot about CBD and a lot about nanotechnology. If you missed Wednesday's episode with Simply Nano, very much worth your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were fun, informative, and they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they were good people. Like, it's it's MLM, but I like how they're straight up about it. It is, but it's different. It's not like an Advocare or, or an Amway and, like, trying to backdoor people. Like, that's what I didn't like. You, you try to backdoor people. Right. Yeah, for me, that interview was great because for me, myself, I had never done like hours of research on CBD before. Mm-hmm. And it was nice talking to people to kind of give you the the load on, on what it is, like what its benefits are, what goes into it and kind of how they're they're using nanotechnology to, to make pure CBD in like a regulated facility. So they they definitely made a good case for their business. I would advise like my biggest takeaway from the whole interview was is do your research on, on these type of things like. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do your due diligence, like read, I mean, read trusted articles. But the, the other thing is like the research has like just begun. Like I feel like we're going to get a lot more research projects done on this in the next few years about CBD and its, its impacts. Like you see the NBA lightening up on testing for marijuana. Like I feel like people are starting to listen, uh, but I just feel like there's a lot more research that's got to be done. Yeah. And, and with leagues starting to be more lenient with CBD and, you know, some players they they do really well smoking some weed you know and look if there's a high level performer like that that is still smoking weed and not getting tested and saying yo i still use it and they're still performing at the level they need to you know if it doesn't impact their game then fine if it relieves some pain 
don't load him up with painkillers. Let him smoke a J and call it a day. Yeah. J.R. Smith had a little too much, though, before game one of the 2018 finals. When he oh, forgot, did he? When, when he forgot the score. <laughs> that's you, what had, you had me going. That's dude. what everyone says, You had man. me going. Oh, he forgot the gosh. score at the end of the game. And oh. people say that he hit a blunt at halftime, and that's why. I got got. LeBron was like, yo, man, I told you two hits and quit it, man. <laughs> not four, not five. Damn! We went over this. That yeah, that's what he was really saying in that iconic picture where he's he's waving his hands out. That's the last time I give you a blunt at halftime. Damn! <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I mean, these people like Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, who's a big face of the sport of football. I mean, stop early, like retire early at the age of twenty nine because of pain, and, and the league's like, hey, like we don't want to, we want more years out of these guys. Why don't we open our minds to more possibilities that'll help them heal quicker? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. He said he would play if he was allowed to use his CBD. Mm-hmm. And when leagues start doing that, with how regulated Simply Nano is by their testing f- facilities, they manufacture an FDA faci- Like, no other CBD company is doing that. Like, you and I can make CBD in your garage right now and sell it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like supplements. We can make a protein powder or you know a, a BCAA in a brown paper bag and sell it. It's not regulated. Mm-hmm. So it is the Wild West. And the way they use the nanotech to break down molecules better so it's uh, the ingredients are more bioavailable to the body. They found a way to put glutathione, which helps gut health, immune system, uh, usually has to be uh, given to you intravenously via IV, and they can do it by using a topical cream. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just when you can do something like that and no one else on that market is doing it, Athletes are gonna, I think, respond to that more so, and I think leagues will be more lenient when they see FDA attached to it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of things I don't trust the FDA, but in terms of this having that attachment with your product, when they want to be super cautious, they don't want drugs in, in their sports, understandably. Um, but it's like if you're given opioids and, and and shots and shit, like, yeah, are are you you know? What are we really trading? It's, it's, I think, a healthier option. Right. I'm biased, but, and I think, I think Simply Nano is in a good spot. So I invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I'll be straight up with people. Like, hey, I've tried a handful of CBD creams, but so far, this is my favorite. This, this is the best one I've had. Yeah. It's fast acting. I was at my buddy's house a couple days ago. I was treating him and his sister, and we're talking, and we're just all kind of chit chatting, hanging, and, we were we had a couple beers, and he puts puts his beer can to his eye. I was like, "Are are you cool, man?" He's like, "Yeah, I just I get these kind of headaches behind the eye a little bit," and I give him the I had my CBD bottle with me, mm-hmm. and I give him some, and his sister starts laughing. He starts laughing. I'm like, "Let's just see, let's see what happens," because uh, Kyle uh, from Simply Nano showed us that text that he received from a lady. She had a mean headache. All she did was sniff it, mm-hmm. and her headache was gone in yeah. minutes. And so he puts the the cream on. I go to the bathroom. We walk upstairs. It's like five, ten minutes later max. And I go, oh, hey, dude, how's your headache? And he starts laughing. He goes, oh, shit, I kind of forgot about it. And I <laughs> laugh, and I go, you almost don't want it to work that good. Yeah. That what Like, it almost sounds too good to be true, and you don't want it to be the case. Right. But that was that's real life. Like I, I just I was like, hey, let's see what happens. Let's just try this. And under ten minutes, his headache was gone. Yeah. And he put some topical CBD cream on it. Like it's amazing, dude. That's that I can get behind. I can get behind that. There's no toxic, uh, no toxins. It's they even what they say. It had to go back seven years of testing in the soil that they grow the hemp plants in, like they are on it. Yeah. But that's why it's word of mouth and they're not spending money on marketing because they've had to spend so much on testing, make sure it's the the quality they want. Because Phil said, if it's if it doesn't work, if it's not this quality, we won't make any money mm-hmm. and it won't work. Yeah. And you, listeners may be asking, so like what, I mean, nanotechnology, all this stuff, what's it mean for me? Like, why is it better CBD? Well, you're getting more of the C, the final product of the CBD. There's mm-hmm. no extra, excess shit in it. It it gets absorbed into your blood, like more of it gets absorbed into your bloodstream and quicker. 
Correct. So it's just it's a more effective product overall. Yeah. You're going to be seeing results. Yeah, they, like they've just found a way to make it more bioavailable for your body to absorb it mm-hmm. and use it. Like we have a natural endocannabinoid system in our bodies. Mm-hmm. But this just, you know, it's a small amount and this just helps our body help itself a little bit more. Yeah. It's great, great stuff, man. It's, yeah, I uh, I was in the Advocare game for a little bit and then there were some things with ingredients that I, I couldn't support. Not like, you know, if something has just whey or like milk, I just can't do it because of an allergy. Mm-hmm. But there were artificial ingredients, flavors, sweeteners, and I'm like, the more I read about those things, the more I researched, the more I just, I couldn't do it. And, and even if I like a few products, I can't sell a line of something if I can't support everything. You know, if, if, I, if I like a company and their protein powder has milk, okay, fine. But if nothing has like artificial stuff, it's like, let's think about that. Artificial. Should we put artificial things in our natural body? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just sound, I mean, no one's perfect. I like Red Bulls here and there. You know, I'm saying in moderation. But... Yeah, simply nano, simply with an eye. Do you have some with you right now? I dude, I forgot it. Ah! And I and I have my gym bag in the car, and I left it on my uh, sink uh, in my bathroom because I do it in the morning and like after a shower when my pores are open, mm-hmm. I'll do it. And I left it on the sink. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not gonna be able to invest either. If I know. I try it. I know. You got to get on this train, Tim. I got it. Founder it's, level, it, baby. It, it's got to work for me before I. All right. Are uh, you going to be anywhere close by me in the next day and a half? I leave tomorrow afternoon for the I weekend. I can make sure that I am. Or if or if not, I'll make sure you get some when I come back on Monday. Okay. So I am hitting. I am hitting the driving range tonight. And I, I know I'm going to have some lower back pain. Yeah, dude. If you're close by, swing through. All right. Swing through. Um, it's. I would not be talking about it this much, like, because our names are are tied to this podcast, like. And our level of integrity with with who we align with and who we have on, I wouldn't condone this if I didn't think it was the bomb.com. And you know how much I like the natural mm-hmm. anything and everything. Uh, I'm even I try to be as careful as I can with um, hair products because I'm a pretty boy like that. I do my hair. It's getting long, dude. It's it's starting to look good though. Like I'm in that awkward phase of there's not much I can do with it, but try to flow it back, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's starting to look good. He's getting that real estate hair. I think it's starting to look good. <laughs> My head's getting some more real estate, baby. Uh, dude, speaking of real estate, yeah. Um, so my last week and a half been a little uh, not as productive, just uh, dealing with some some shit. But I'm back. I saw this thing the other day where it said, uh, "What did it say? Oh, it said if you're struggling right now, uh, like." I feel you, but nothing will improve if you don't move aggressively on your goals. Nothing will improve. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, why do I know how to read? Because it's so right. <laughs> and, um, you know, and that's the thing. So it's like, you know, trying to get back out of the funk and back in the game. So, uh, oh, last week and I also started CrossFit. Mm. Yep. Uh, because that's where my new office is in a CrossFit gym. Yeah. And I've never done it. And so we did our like foundations class where we talk technique, we go through form, we have an unloaded barbell, and I have so much more respect for the skill involved in those movements because it's hard. Yeah. Like just doing the movement and some of the ways you got to launch the barbell up and, and, and technique, and, and I like how in-depth they are at our gym for for that and making sure people know how to move properly before they load it. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell I'm really going to like it. And it's it's hard. It's hard, dude. And I like that. Yeah. What's the biggest adjustment you've had to make from your, from your previous training to CrossFit? I need to hammer mobility 10 times over than what I was doing, especially okay. with my shoulders. So, Which is a good thing. Right, right. So I need to open up my lats, my posterior capsules more, and my pecs. Mm-hmm. Those are limiting factors for me doing overhead movements the best way possible. So I need to go in on that a lot more. Dr. Owens and I treat each other once, sometimes twice a week. That helps. But I need to make sure I do everything on my own. Some days are better than others, man. It, yeah. some day, sometimes it's just like it sucks. It sucks doing mobility. So I'll try to do it while I throw on Netflix or, or a podcast. And so I have some entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the biggest wake-up call for sure. For sure. 
Good. Getting my cardio back up too. That's that's a bitch. <laughs> that's not been good the last few years. So it's a uh, you were so, saying you were active last week, and it is a process. Yeah. Uh, last week I played. Or, I mean, we're going back in time right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm just. I've been playing a lot more uh, tennis, golf, and basketball. And last week I played golf twice, tennis and basketball and then i just picked up fris uh frisbee golf as well Ooh, disc golf, Sorry, where, disc golf. Are you, where are you playing that at so I I'm, played, I'm in i played for the first time this week at som so som has oh really the, like som park there's that som golf course mm-hmm. uh there's basketball where they're they have a they have an 18 hole fris, uh, disc golf course so i went out with my friend chris and he had his own bag and i was just borrowing his discs and I was terrible. Like, I, I was bad. Like, I wasn't, like, awful. Like, I wasn't slowing them up or anything, but I think I shot, like, 21 or 22 over. That's a hard game. It, it is very hard because, like... The discs, those are smaller and lighter, right? Than, mm-hmm. like, an ultimate disc? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, especially when you go into holes in the trees, it's a lot easier. Like, it's easier to lose the disc than you'd think. Like, it's, mm. it's very tough to find. Like, you'd think they'd stick out because Need some big. neon colors. <laughs> yeah. But like if when they're hidden under leaves and stuff, it's it's easier than you'd think to lose. I didn't lose yeah. any successfully or thankfully, but yeah, yeah and it's it, it's tough, man. The angles you have to do and how far you have to throw the frisbee to get the best angle for your next shot. Like, I mean, you gotta it's, 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 it's a lot like golf, obviously. But like, I was just I was out of my league. Like, I don't I don't have enough power right now yet. Like, I feel like I got to do more research on like how to generate more power. It's all wrist, man. Yeah, like it's it's like elbow down mm-hmm. is like. The most important movement. Yeah. Like you can be the biggest dude and throw a frisbee like ass. Yeah. It's it's that's a technique thing for sure. Right. For sure. So yeah. It was fun and I and I'm I decided I'm gonna buy my own set because nice. I was so playing. I just I, add another sport to the list, you know. Dude, I, I wanna <laughs> come with you because you know how all in on frisbee I am. I wanna come with you yeah. and, and play. I do I do <laughs> I do the flick. Oh, you, people don't like the so you flick. Do forehand, yeah, because like, yeah, there's some shots that are better with a backhand, but yeah. there's shots that are better with a forehand. You just and like, I can go further with um, backhand in terms of distance, but I'm more accurate with forehand. Okay. Yeah. So like, and it's also nice because when you're playing ultimate, you know, you have a pivot foot, you can't like run with it, so you're pivoting, and if you can only throw backhand defensively it's easy mm-hmm. if you can go oh backhand's gone and you flick real quick and you can go a little lower on the flick too and you can float it up under the defensive player's arms flick is just i mean the more ways you can throw it the better mm-hmm. if you can do a hammer i'm not as good with a hammer throw you can go over your head and just launch it down but yeah it's just a, a different technique when I play Beersby, people hate when I flick it. I don't like whip it or anything. They just don't like it. This is just showing off. <laughs> Told you I'm accurate. So I'll launch it. Oh, bottle. Ding. <laughs> well, nice, dude. Glad you're getting out. It's been nicer. It's. I think we're on our warm streak now. I think it's finally right. going to be consistently warm. Mm-hmm. It was perfect temperature out this morning. I like when it's like it's hot, mm-hmm. but the sun's not out. Yeah, I went on a little walk like 8:30 this morning, so it was like 70. Nice. Yeah, and uh, I go on my walk, get my coffee, you know, listen to listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I was listening to. I was telling you before we started, Joe Rogan and Jocko. Okay. Oh. Presenting some good solutions. Oh, dude, I'm only an hour in, but yes, yeah. everyone, everyone needs to listen to that episode. All right. I'll cue it up. One hundred percent, everybody. <clears throat> and dude, it was funny. One of the things they were talking about was, and I've kind of half joked about this in the past. But it still does make sense is if Dwayne The Rock Johnson ran as an independent for the 2020 presidential election. Mm-hmm. I think he would win. Him or Cuban. Dude, could you imagine if Cuban was his VP? <laughs> oh, my God. They actually would. They could make that work. Well, listen. Let's just start. No terrorist would fuck with us. Still, right? You're not going to mess with, like, hey, guys, you want to go bomb the Rock's country today? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and, and Cuban, he'd, he'd push that button. Yeah. Uh, but Legalized sports gambling in 50 states the very next day. No kidding. <laughs> and our economy turnaround with Mark Cuban yeah. in that office? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and our foreign relations sending the rock over would be insane. Yeah. And he's a leader who listens. He's all about unity. No one works harder than the rock. Mm-hmm. He can never work another day in his life, and his 
kids, 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 great grandchildren will be fine. Yeah. But he's just hustling. Yeah. Not satisfied. Just pure after. passion. Yeah, dude. So I would like it. I tweeted at The Rock today about running, but so I need some people to retweet me. Let's get this viral thing going. You want some real change? Get The Rock. Or Jocko as The Rock's uh, VP. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So good episode. Yeah. Good episode. What else did you do last weekend? Um, I went up to a brewery in Fairmont, Indiana. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's mm. like a small farm town, like maybe an hour and 10 minutes, like one or two o'clock from Indianapolis. So one or two o'clock. <laughs> but yeah, I went to a brewery called Bad Dad Brewery and it used to be an old, uh, <laughs> I've never heard yeah, of Yeah, Bad like, Dad Brewery. I like it. And like all of the beer names are like related to dad like the one i got was called socks and sandals was the one I. oh my god was uh, there a cargo shorts uh yeah yeah <laughs> they got good no they got good ones man they and it used That's to be amazing. like a it used to be like a john deere uh service and like parts store hmm. so like like you can tell where the the garages open up and they used to roll in the tractors to repair them and stuff it's a, it's, it's just a cool building that's cool and they got really good pizza so do they, do they like open the garage when it's warm and get like yeah, yeah, okay. they do. Cool. And they have, like, an outdoor seating area. And it's just amazing how, like, a place like that, like, nice and, like, that put together, it's, like, in an area that's no one really, like, even knows about. Like, mm-hmm. oh. Oh, that's a truck. Sounds like we're taking off. Strap in. Whoa, what? Let's wait till it let go. Yeah. Damn truck. Fuck these maintenance guys. They're literally here every day. How much do we pay y'all? How much do we pay y'all? Yeah. We're literally cutting down this tree. Alright, I guess I think we're just gonna have to keep going. Okay. Fuck, damn. Or maybe I can try that tip. Where you cut it out noise? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can try that. Okay, wait. Let's just keep going. I'm gonna crank these down a little bit. So we'll just just make sure we're we're close to the mic. So I turn down the receivers just a little bit. Test, test, yeah, we're still strong. Okay. We're good. Got it. <clears throat> so you talked, uh, so the the bad dad. Yeah, just an interesting place. The fact that I can't hear myself. Am I supposed not to be able to hear myself? Or it's because you turned it down. It's because I turned it down. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, that's oh, here, fine. Let me do this. But yeah, How, how's just, that? Is that yeah, better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but ju- just an interesting place. You know, it's, I mean, in the middle of nowhere and... But it's just such a put together place. Yeah, it's like a hidden hidden gem. Well, it's if you fu- will. it's fun when people convert an old X Y Z into a new joint. Yeah, like a church like, oh. <laughs> or something. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a church in Indianapolis yeah. that was transformed into a brewery. Saint Joseph's. Saint Joseph's. And I heard they had to bring in a priest to like deholy it. Oh, they had like a. Oh, yeah. So nice because stuff. it was gonna be something other than an actual church, I'd heard they had to bring in a priest. And, like, do a certain prayer or ceremony to, yeah, I guess make it less holy. Oh. I always wondered about that. Like, what but I was like, Jesus, turn water to wine. Let's party. Yeah, but that's, a, that's amazing. I've only been there uh, once, I think. Yeah, I went there. One night I was supposed to uh, fly out to uh, Pennsylvania for a wedding. Like, mm-hmm. that next morning at, like, 5.30 or 6. Ooh. And I got a little little too wasted at that, <laughs> at, at, at that joint the night before. And it was a very tough flight the next morning. But I love the good memories er- though. Yeah, I love the early flight, but if I got one, I take it real easy. And night that's before. what I should have done. That's yeah. probably one of my uh, probably one of my top three mistakes. You year. you you made a fun personal decision, not the business decision that you needed. Right, right. But the one you wanted. Yeah. Hey, you made it. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Good wedding. Uh, good. Yeah. Dude, so I'm on I'm on the Robin Hood app. Yeah. With Tim's code. Let's go. Dude, the free stock that your code gave me is shit. 
know. I blame your code. I got a freaking Sirius XM. Why couldn't I get Microsoft, IBM? Sirius is probably better than what I got. I couldn't yeah. even tell you what I got. I just know it's like a $5 stock oh, and it okay. goes down. So what stocks did you buy? What stocks have you So I, I am invested in Penn National Gaming. Shout out to Tim for the tip. Going to keep that one rolling. Yeah. Uh, what else? I have some Delta, not a lot. Mm-hmm. My top two right now, though, that I'm I'm focused on are the Penn Gaming mm-hmm. and United States Oil Fund. Nice. So let me. I just want to see. So I'm accurate here. A year ago, or I'm sorry, January of of 2020, what uh, United States Oil Fund was at. Uh, I'm looking uh, middle of January, like January 7th of this year was at 105. Okay, yeah, and right now it's at $27 yeah. a share. That's a discount. It's going to go up. Yes. So I mean, it's oil. Yeah. We, st- we still need oil and gas. Gas is still really cheap, mm-hmm. but I think after this year is over, well, maybe after this year is over, the world might end to top it all off, Yeah. but mm-hmm. that stock is going to go back up. The gaming one attached to Barstool Sports, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been keeping an eye on DraftKings too. Yep. I'm gonna wait till that maybe hits like 40 or 39, hits a little downtrend, then I'll buy into some. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I see that. Uh, I mean, we're getting back into sports soon, so that'll probably spike. Man, I, I wish would, I would have. I got- would advise people like if you're if you're thinking of investing this year, continue to invest in the stocks that are pandemic friendly because I mm-hmm. do think that. While things are opening up, I do think those stocks will perform well at least till the end of this year. Because yeah, I don't, I don't think we're really going to be actually like, like through it, through it, forget about it till the end of the year. So like some of my big winners, like DocuSign, has been huge during the pandemic. DocuSign, um, really? Yeah, I didn't know uh, they were publicly traded. Procter and Gamble, Clorox, uh, PayPal. Yeah, just uh, Amazon. <laughs> Am- I'm, I'm invested in Amazon, Facebook. Yeah, just like. And then the, my biggest winner has been Fastly. So Fastly... You were telling me about that. Yeah. Fastly is a real-time content delivery network service. So they, they're like a cloud company. They okay. do cloud management. So like pretty much companies that do a lot of like e-commerce uh, Tech. business. Like, yeah. it, it, like they pretty much help these companies connect with their customers quicker with their online platform, mm. which makes for better business. Like they, and that's they how deliver, we're... Storing information too, yeah. Cloud, like that's how we're just storing information. So just to give you an idea of how much it's gone up. Uh, Here we go. You're gonna make me feel like an idiot. Continue. Yeah. So let me look at. I didn't get that tip when that was hot. (laughs) Where were you then, Tim? I was telling you. Timothy. I was telling you on the app. So back in April 15th of this year, I I bought it at twenty-three dollars. It's at sixty-two thirty-seven. Stakes today. on Tim tonight. Woo woo. Past three months up three hundred and thirty-one percent. Wow. Wow. That has been my biggest winner wow. of the year. Best stock perform. Yeah. Easily. I'm all in on the oil. I'm all yeah. in. Oh yeah. It'll, that'll go. It, I mean, that stock won't go up and reach that hundred mark maybe this year. Probably another in, year. In the next like year or two, yes, it will be. Yeah. Delta. Um. I don't know when that gets. I don't know if that'll get back up. That was at like mid fifties. It's mm-hmm. at like right under thirty right now. I don't expect that to be a monster for me. I think at peak in a year it might be at like forty five, forty yeah. to forty five, just because people are still gonna be wary of travel. Mm-hmm. But people are still gonna travel. And we've talked cruise lines. I might wait to invest in those because that's gonna be a long hold. That's a long buy and hold stock yeah. because people are not going to get like, oh, dang, what if wave two comes and I'm trapped on a cruise ship? Those are small cabins. Unless you're bankrolling and you're getting the nice rooms, those are small cabins. Yeah. And I'm used to living on boats and stuff, and mm, I would not like that. And if you don't have a balcony either, ooh, yeah. better have some hot company. Yeah. For those cruise stocks, I mean, you just got to go with the ones that are like – best financially equipped to get through this. Mm-hmm. And right now I feel like that's Carnival. I'm, I'm invested in Carnival and holding. Like you can't go with, what's the other one called? Uh, Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with any of the, the main ones, but. That, and I haven't looked at Norwegian's uh, financial statement, mm-hmm. but I know Norwegian is a really respected cruise line. Yeah. And it's really nice, very well done. My brother and his uh, ex had been on a Norwegian and they okay. raved about it. 
Cool. And so I think that would, aside from Carnival, that'd probably be one I would get into just because I think it might bounce back faster mm-hmm. than others. But I've been wrong before. But yeah, dude, it's you got to make your money work. Got to make your money work for you. Grant Cardone talks about it all the time. Make your money work for you. Yep. And so, yeah, dude, Robinhood app. Use either of our codes now. Uh, link in my Instagram bio if you want a <laughs> free stock. Don't use Tim's code. Use mine. I'll get Fuck. you a Microsoft. <laughs> hey, I, I'm the one that's going to be typing out the show description, so I'll put that in there. And not yours. <laughs> I know the password. <laughs> He'll change it last minute. Yeah, no, it's uh, – yeah, I, I really – I'm glad you introduced me because it's so easy yeah. to, to buy stock on Robinhood. I do wish, you know, they don't have everything. Like I looked on Dan Bilzerian's Ignite stock. It's not even a dollar a share. But I wish you were on Robinhood. It's be- not on Robinhood? No, because I would buy a whole contract of them. So a contract is 100 shares. I would buy a contract of that, spend, what, 95, 96 bucks, and just hold it. Yeah. Like if it never goes up, I'm out a hundred bucks. If it does go up to even ten dollars a share, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, when it might go up when sports leagues open it, mm-hmm. the Vegas Knights. You know, Vegas like Knights. yeah, like people like they might be. Oh, I know Dan Bazarian. Yeah, I'm gonna try his his stuff. Uh, he's good friends with uh, Jason Ha, who is uh, owner of Steel Supplements, mm. and. So, you know, I, I'm very wary of companies when they build their kind of base around the social media. Like, you need a stronger foundation as a company than just socials. But we are in that age. So, yeah, I think I might try to – I don't know what other um, site I should um, sign up for to get other stocks that aren't on Robinhood. I just want it as easy as Robinhood, and Robinhood has no commission. Yeah. There's no commission. So, are you able to purchase fractional shares yet? I don't know. Do you have that ability? I don't know. Well, I probably won't for a while just because of like how expensive some of the stuff I want is. So where I think for me personally having a fractional share would give me less bang for my buck than if I bought more shares of oil or pen gaming or yeah. just something right now. Yeah. I think maybe in the future I I would I would do that. And I just wish I had a ton more capital now because everything is down. I would buy Apple. I would buy Amazon. Like, you know, Amazon is the only stock I've been using fractional shares for because it's okay. trading. It's trading at like twenty six hundred dollars. It's crazy, dude. Like, yeah. damn. So when you do your fractional shares, how does that work? Like, you actually, you own so, a fraction of one share. Like you own part of yeah, one share. Yeah. Like, okay. Like if if I wanted to buy Amazon, but I don't have twenty six hundred bucks, but mm-hmm. I do have a thousand, it. I can pull up Amazon on the app and it says, how mu- instead of putting the amount of shares, just put how much money do you want to put into it? And I'll just type mm. the 1,000 and then that's okay. what it does. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Cool. So you're, you're still realizing the same gains as you would if you owned one share. You're just not making as much money because you didn't put as much money sure. into it. Sure, right, Does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, I just want those big gains, baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, Amazon's the best stock to invest in. Out it of really all of is. The freaking it, Amazon's world. amazing. Like, if you, if you're looking for a stock to own for your li- whole life, I think Amazon is the best one to own. Yeah, it's quality right now. It's at quality. Least. I mean, things could change, but Facebook is only trading at like two thirty-two a share. Yeah, it's been down the last month. I bought it a month ago. I'm yeah. I'm in the red right now, but I know that's. I think go people up. are liking Zuckerberg less. <laughs> which I'm not mad about. Well, I've, I'm impressed because they they just release those Facebook shops. Like small businesses can sell stuff. I mean, like you had the Facebook marketplace, you had Mm -hmm. Facebook ads, but now like you can create your own like Facebook shop on a business profile now. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So I feel like they're making it more like small business friendly, which I think will help it. Mm -hmm. But for sure, we'll see for sure. All right, you want to jump in some RLEs? Yes, sir. All right. You know know I could talk about stock market all day. Uh, Dude, I know. That's why I I transitioned us because, like, we could keep going. We're on a schedule, Tim. Come on. I didn't know you guys were a financial podcast. We are today, Junior. (laughs) All right, what you got? What's going on in the real life, real world of Tim? Yeah, so this- Just start a reality TV show. Tim Allersmeyer, real world. That's right. (laughs) Hey, write that down. Cut that part out. Write that down. Ben Wilder, write that down. (laughs) 
Uh, so I'm going to talk about family this week. Family and specifically leadership. Mm. Um, my family is bigger. We have five kids. Um, and we all, like, live in different parts. Like, we have – a lot of us live in Indianapolis here. Some of us live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. One of us lives in New York. Um, but I feel like it's – coming from a big family that lives in multiple states and cities, it's sometimes tough for us to, like, really have those meaningful conversations that we used to have around the dinner table that we did before when we all lived in the, under the same roof, mm -hmm. which was a long time ago. That was, like, right. at least, like, 10 to 15 years ago. Um, I've taken it – It's I made it a goal of mine this year to, like, take it upon myself to be, like – a leader in my family in terms of like initiating meaningful discussions with all of us mm. like like whether that means calling each other more individually but also what i've been doing is i've been borrowing our zoom account to create zoom meetings for my oh, family yeah. like every friday and we're, we're having one for father's day this this weekend um so yeah I, i'm just and I, i'm trying to like bring us all closer together than what we have been not saying like that we were super distant but i just i just realized that like time is valuable like None of us are getting, like, any younger, obviously. You're bringing like, the dinner table aspect back to the family. Yeah. Look yeah. at this man. Yeah. This family man. Yeah. And I've also, like, specifically with my parents, too, I want to I find, like a, like, a physical activity that I can do with each of my parents. Mm. Um, so what I've done these past couple weeks is I want to play tennis with my mom more. I want to play golf with my dad more. So I each invested in that relationship by buying my dad a putter and I bought my mom a tennis racket. So oh, like, nice move. By investing, like not like I'm like buying them off to spend time no, with right. me, but I'm like I'm I'm telling them I was like this is an investment in like our relationship, like yeah. being able to spend more time together. So, now they have to use it because it is a real applicable gift. Where it's like, hey, there's you got good equipment. Let's get out there. Yeah. Yeah. So Nice sun vibes. I, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get to work. And, so uh, your, your pops needed a new putter, huh? Yeah. Because you, you told him to pick anything, right? Right. Because he, uh, he lost his – like, he hasn't played in forever. That's the thing. We haven't played golf, I mean, in at least 10 years. So that's why – Oh, you and your dad haven't. Right. I didn't know it's been he, that long he, since he, you guys haven't played. Yeah. And he didn't even have a, a set – because he used to have a set, but he just, he's moved a couple times. He thinks they were either stolen or he just – he can't find them anymore. Hmm. So he had one of his friends give him a set. And the only thing that was missing was a putter, so I, I bought the putter. Sweet, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So Is I'm your excited. mom a pretty good tennis player? Yeah, she's good. Yeah. yeah she's pretty good. Nice. That's cool, I have to man. hit she, – she makes me – she's like, you have to hit it near me. Don't, like, hit it to the opposite Well, corner. yeah, I, I mean <laughs> – But, yeah. They're, yeah, no, they're not going to, like – We can volley. They're not doing – like agility and quick jabs. Like you're right. used to basketball too. So your right. body is used to the quick, sudden stops and goes. And, yeah. you know, like our parents just aren't. Right. Like it's just, you know, what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Got, got to lob them to mom. Right. It's just more fun than it's like, hey, mom, that was right to you. You whiffed it. <laughs> yeah. I get, oh, she yeah, got I all know. of that one. <laughs> I love, love, love the sun commentary. You know yeah. how it goes. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's I'll, awesome, dude. That's that's cool because it's, you know, you're able to you do have that split time yeah. with, with your parents. So it's when you do see one or the other, you can do something that is mm -hmm. together. Yeah, that's not just you go to some like your mom or dad's and you're just chilling on the couch watching TV. Like right. you're out, you're active, you're doing something, and it's exercise. Yeah, releasing so you, releasing endorphins, just doing stuff that makes us in a more positive mood. Forcing them to invest in their health. Yeah. That's how it goes, man. There we go. Yeah. As this man wears a drink Coca-Cola shirt. Hey, yeah. I, I, I own Coca-Cola stock, so I got I got a rep. This man. <laughs> you are healthy no more. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, right. Coca-Cola Coca -Cola makes water. Yeah. Too. I used to have a uh, New Amsterdam vodka t-shirt that I would oh. wear in high school. And my mom was like, where did you get that? I was like, oh, my, my buddy's dad owns a liquor store. And so he just gave me a free t-shirt. She goes, great. My high school son is wearing a New Amsterdam vodka t-shirt. <laughs> I'm not drinking it in yeah. front of your eyes. Hey. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. So funny. So I think, was it either first year of college or so or last year of high school or summer going into college? Somewhere in that area where, like, your parents kind of accept you drinking a little bit but don't want to see you wasted, right? But if it's like you're not driving and you're there, it's, it's a little better. Mm. So it's in that area. <clears throat> and I was never the best at like chemistry or science. There are certain sciences I'm really good with and some I'm just not. Mm -hmm. This one I should have known better. But I had had a few libates. And so I replaced vodka with water. 
and the vodka was in the freezer before. So I was like, oh, I'll just put some water in there, and back in the freezer we go. Yeah, you know how that goes. My brother pulls it out, puts me on blast. Hey, Colin, did you put water back in the vodka? No, really? It's frozen, <laughs> except the vodka. Alcohol doesn't freeze. Water does. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> idiot, idiot. Well, and I pride myself on being a pretty smart individual, but not yeah. that time. Yeah. Not at that point. Lessons learned. Woo! Bro, yeah. You, water you, freezes. <laughs> well, speaking of freeze, like alcohol and water freezing, have you seen these viral videos of people taking uh, popsicles in those little string or in those little plastic tubes, cutting them? Like then, the, the long clear ones, yeah. all the different. Oh, those are the best. Yeah. People will cut them and they'll put alcohol in them and then they'll take like a curling iron and they'll like seal it and then put it back into the, the freezer. I was like, people, you realize that the alcohol isn't gonna freeze. Right. So yeah, like there's this like- I haven't viral, seen that. Yeah, viral video going around, like people were showing like, hey, you can do this. But I was like, will it really freeze though if you put alcohol in it? I wonder either they're as dumb as I was, cause I'm a lot smarter now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Wiser. Or they're doing it to flavor the vodka. And, and using like maybe the popsicle is the ice and you get to eat the popsicle but now it's infused with vodka and then you drink the leftover vodka maybe you know when you slurp up the, the end juices right I don't know maybe. I'm yeah, trying to maybe. think of like what yeah. someone why they would go through that much effort but at that point like do you just buy vodka yeah, and much, mix it like too, put fruit in it too much work for the same result right yeah people put fruit at the bottom of moonshine do the same with vodka yeah like put gummy bears in your vodka that's the bomb.com and the gummy bears get you loaded Liddy. allegedly from what i've heard yeah okay allegedly oh moonshine though that'll light mm. oh yeah that's a different conversation <laughs> i've had that real backwards moonshine like that 110 proof okay oh dude it's rubbing alcohol what's bad is when you suck it up enough to the point where it's like oh this is like I'm kind of numb to it now. That's your danger point. That's when yeah. you know you need to switch beverages because you will get toasted <laughs> on your ass, dangerously toasted on too much moonshine. So I rarely do moonshine, okay. but I like it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. But so I uh, <clears throat> need to figure out my living situation. My lease is coming to an end. Okay. I know you've been you've been doing a little <clears throat> little research for me as well. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just a, a weird transition time right now. So starting to my own businesses, you know, I've been laid off. So it's like, oh, I guess now's a good time to start a business. Said no one ever. <laughs> Still got some bills. Luckily, some other bills are on hold. Like my student loans, I think, till October are on hold, which is amazing. Uh, I got rid of the truck. I don't have a car payment. You know, I have a, a car that's paid off now. So that's that's legit. And it's, you know, we listen to enough Gary V where it's swallowing your, your hu humility pill, which mine wasn't that big to swallow because, like, I have a fun car. It's still a nice one to drive around. Like, yeah. it's, it's not some just beater that I'm worried about crashing, like, or breaking down, just going to the store or something. So very blessed with, with my situation still. Uh, but, yeah, we've talked a little bit. I've just had, like, the, the personal stuff, the, you know, Losing special people in your life. In the last week and a half, man, I've been in this uh, this groove of zero motivation. Not doing a damn thing for anything. I'm still working out. That always always makes me feel better. We podcast. That helps. And then outside of that, I've just been kind of like eh, slumming. Not doing too much. But, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, I saw that thing where nothing will get better if you don't move aggressively. Right. I'm like, shit, dude. Like, I got nothing against that. Yeah. I got no excuse for that. Um, yeah, you know, you need your, your time to, to cope with shit, but you still got to keep moving. Yeah. So I got to move while I cope and, and just, and just deal. And everyone copes differently. Right. And, so. and, and what I got to try not to do is all like, I used to hole up and not say a word to anybody for a long time to where now I'm, I'm just very selective with who I, who I share certain things with private things because, uh, it's just, it's the way it has to be. But I know you know, there's benefit to talking about some stuff and then there's benefit to withholding stuff from, from people too. So it's, it's that balance. So I'm better about not just being a ghost to everybody mm -hmm. and, and just, you know, the people that are like my core, core people, like, Hey, if you don't hear from me all the time is like, this is why it's nothing with you, but I just, I'm, I'm dealing right now. Mm 
And then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Roger that. Like, we're solid. Yeah. Um, I've, I've said that to Dr. Owens, like, when we lift and stuff, because we, we hang out quite a bit, and we're lifting. And there was one day, like it was right after I just, you know, it was a hard, hard acceptance. And it just, I was like, hey, man, once you know this happened, um, and uh, I don't want to talk about it. If I'm a little off, this is why. Nothing with you. I just want to get in, move some heavy weight, get after it, do business, and be done. Yeah. And, and he's like, didn't bring it up at all. We were just kind of having our own fun conversation, getting our lift in, and that was it. And yeah. and so just as long as I'm open with that and not, like, shitty around them or shitty <clears throat> towards them to make someone else think that it is them, Right. That that's what I want to avoid. Yeah. And that's what I wasn't good at a year, two years ago where now I've had to really kind of study myself and understand like, okay, in arguments I get defensive, why? In arguments I might shut down, why? And then you look at upbringing and, and what goes, done a lot of reading too, you know, about, you know, love stories and like there's one when God writes you love story, getting the love you want. And so that's like the bulk of my stress in life is that part of life. But now it's, I understand, okay, I need to communicate at least, hey, it's not you, it's this. I don't want to talk about it. Let's just get after yeah. it. And that's good because here's the thing like I love what you said about like being open with your feelings and like being upfront about people if you're like if you're having an off day or an mm-hmm. off week mm-hmm. people like you who are just generally positive talkative people mm-hmm. like more than average it's like it's kind of a double what are you edge, trying to say <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of a double-edged sword because like when you are off people will notice you're off because they're so used to you being mm-hmm. at this level like they're so used to you always being on and positive. So like if one small thing is off, like people are just going to notice all the more because you're already like that. So it's good. It's, it's, it's important for people like you to be upfront about when you're off because like you just don't know like the ripple effect that that can have like mm-hmm. when you're, when you're off. So, yeah. And it, it's like, you know, when, so just give people the, the rough idea without divulging someone else's privacy and stuff. It's, you know, I was with someone and, you think like, oh, I think this is one I'm going to marry. And then you're told they never want to date you again for a lot of other like reasons that my hand was into and, and stuff like that. But that's, that's the gist. And it's like, that's a hard acceptance. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like a lot of people are like, oh man, how could that not be it? I don't know. Maybe it still is. Maybe it isn't, but that's just a hard road of acceptance. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just got to keep moving forward. But that's a phenomenal point where, yeah, people notice faster where it's like, yo dude, you're kind of being an ass. It's like, ah, oh, dude, it's, it's, Sorry, it's it's not it's being taken out incorrectly, and it's not you. So that that I've I've done better. Where it's like, hey man, it's just this is my day. We're straight, but I just I gotta keep it moving, and get in, get out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's you know, and it's hard because you want life to mold to your hopes and wants and expectations, and life doesn't give a fuck. No. It doesn't care what you think should happen. It doesn't care about your emotions, your feelings, your your love life, your business life. Life does not care. Doesn't owe you anything. Uh, yeah, People and, don't owe you and anything. it's like, it's not your plan. You know, I believe in God, and and you know, there have been days lately where I'm not pleased with God, man. Yeah. It's like, yo, dude, come on, get, give me give me a little something, you know, yeah. for the effort, and you know, and, but that's what faith is. Where even though I'm upset. I might be upset with his plan, I'm still talking to him. Right. But I got to at least do that like, yo, dude, I'm just not happy with everything going on. Like, yeah. show me something. Show me, give me a little something. Right. Not a lot. I don't, I don't need, like, something brand new. I just need a sign, some strength, some guidance, you know, yeah. et cetera. So, yeah, it uh, – and, you know, after I hang with certain people, I do feel better for a while. So, like, after we podcast, I feel better. After I hang with my buddy Shelby, even like, if we just talk about – Everything else and nothing that I feel better after the gym I feel good, and it's it's making sure I keep those pockets of peace right mm-hmm. those pockets of peace, um, but yeah it's dude acceptance and, and the realization that life is not molding to you. That's tough. Right. It's tough. I feel like, and when things don't go your way that's <clears throat> that's you have to go through those yeah. to, to morph you into the person you want like it just it makes you stronger like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all part of the process. Like, you're, you're not developed. I don't think you could ever reach your full potential if things are always going your way. Because, yeah. like, eventually you're going to have to reach some type of obstacle where if you're not equipped to handle it because you've never handled it before, then, like, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
you're, you're just you're building a foundation for future times when things don't go your way because you've already dealt with it and and yeah and that's the the thing is you know as hard and painful as some stuff is it's like in the last few years there hasn't been something like this where i haven't taken some type of lesson learned so i guess looking on the bright side fuck those people sometimes oh, it could always be worse everything happens for a reason shut up that's not what i need right now but you know there i have had lessons learned to where yeah. now it's like i understand what is important and what to and what not to do a little bit better in relationships i'm no right. guru but um, I've even thought about reaching out to Dr. Karen Abrell and just okay. kind of like, hey, I don't know if you do private sessions, like I'll pay you for your time, like, and just getting her like, cause that's what she does. Yeah. That's her world. Um, so I've thought about like, you know, when, when I'm like a little back to just come down from it a little bit is reaching out to, that's a beautiful thing about this podcast. I got into real estate cause of someone we interviewed. Mm-hmm. We have, we have amazing people and resources that like, they're willing to help. Yeah. They've helped us before and, and you know, and it's we can confide in these people. Yeah. The so. person who hired me for my marketing job listened to one of our podcasts. Yeah, I remember that. And it's like it's you crazy. just never know. Like it's that's crazy. that's awesome that this helped you get to a, a, a role that you're in love with. Yeah. That's exciting for me watching my friend that we started a project here and now you're in a different role that like came at the perfect time because you weren't pleased with your last job and it was so just it, it didn't end how you it was so unceremonious as how you would have enjoyed it to be and then this came along it's like oh yeah listen to your podcast like we need someone to do such and such can we talk it's like yeah how much of this podcast did you listen to and what did you hear us say <laughs> yeah, exactly. i was like oh did they listen Cause too like, much i've gone to speak for my dad when he uh said he was going to run for politics again <clears throat> And all these people are like, oh, when when are you going to run? We got to get you in office. I'm like, no, like, stop. So many people over and over. And f- some people, I just started to get stern, like, no, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then some people, I was just like, go listen to my podcast and see if you want me to speak on politics. <laughs> I get a little colorful sometimes. <laughs> I try to clean it up. But it's like, although I guess nowadays you can pretty much say what you want and still get elected in office. But yeah. I hate I hate politics. I absolutely do. Yeah. I like, I like America and I like growth. That's what I like. Yeah. Hopefully who we elect helps us do that. Um, Dwayne the rock. That's right. Get on it. Right. Um, independent baby. Also one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the old job. Yeah. They actually asked me to uh, be on their team for a golf tournament this weekend. Stop. <laughs> so I'll update, I'll update you on that. I, I, I make what the, did you I, say? I make the joke that they're begging me to come back to their <clears throat> company. Just for this Wait, week. really? Just for this weekend. For, oh, oh. Just for this weekend for a golf tournament. <laughs> they just want to use and abuse you for your skills. Hey. Now now they want to invest in, they want to bring you back, right? But they wouldn't give a little bit when you just need a little help. <laughs> hey, free golf with a free lunch, and I can't turn that down. I'll join them. Tell them to give you 100 bucks too. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, just, I'm excited to. Throw a cherry on top. Hey. Excited to hack it around a little bit. Tell them, all right, I'm in. One one condition. You all download the Robin Hood app with my code. <laughs> Link in my Instagram bio. Then I'm in. Lunch, golf, free stocks. You guys benefit too? <laughs> Unless you get some shithole stock like I got. I think then you can play. G- GameStop, $4. <laughs> GameStop. <laughs> that's, a, that's a free stock that one of my friends got. I'm like, wow. GameStop. Wow. Man. He's he's in a bad a spot as I am. <laughs> yeah, I think I think with those conditions, then you should play. Yeah. Hey, I'll I'll, I'll negotiate that. All right, all right. <laughs> Time to get down and nerdy with it. Book talk. Let's get it. What you got this week, Tim? I, I know you've been sending me some snaps about what you're reading by the pool, Playboy. Yes, sir. The book on rental property investing. Ooh, let's talk real estate. By Brandon Turner. Mm. Um. So. This book is about how to start a career in rental property investing real estate. So it's for entrepreneurs who are looking to start this. Um, but I feel like this concept I'm about to explain can apply to anybody who's like taking some type of like career change that's somewhat of a risk. Like say you're moving to a new city to start a new job. Say you're just starting a job at all that you it, it's high pressure and maybe you really want to do well in it. So if you're, whether you're starting an entrepreneurial venture or starting a new job, it's obvious that risk is required to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what this book says is 
learning how to mitigate risk defines your success. So just how can you cover for that risk? Like, do you have a plan B? Do you have relationships, which is what I'm about to get into? Because none of us can like see what the future holds. Like whether we're starting a business, we don't know what's gonna happen. But the book says like, you can have people around you who serve as resources and can help you out when the time comes. And by having the right people, and he compared it to like a boat, like a, a raft boat. Like you're going down the river, you don't know what's gonna come up. Like there might be a tree that's that you need to go around. Like, mm-hmm. But like by having the right people in your boat with you, keeping an eye out for potential dangers, covering your backside when, when you don't know something's coming, working to avoid potential problems, you can avoid an entrepreneurial death. You can avoid an unsuccessful role. So like what I'm trying to get at is like, when you're starting a new job, when you're starting a business, it all starts with who you know and the network that you create. And like being able to foresee and be like, hey, like research, what are the potential downfalls that could come from this job? Like list out the reasons why I won't be successful here. What do I not know? Like, what am I not Mm. seeing? Yeah, where are your bottlenecks gonna be? Yeah, and then reverse engineering that and finding people who do know how to handle those problems and do know how to foresee those circumstances and building meaningful relationships with them. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, that that was the biggest thing I took and that can be applied to anything is like, really, really have a Rolodex of people who you can turn to who will have your back. Like Rolodex, great word. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I do. Um, And obviously like, this goes back to like when building any type of like relationship with people. I mean, the, the six things you could check off, like honest humility, are they upfront with you and are they open to all viewpoints? Emotionality, do they know how to manage their emotions for positive outcomes? Extroversion, is the person outgoing and always happy to meet new people and help you when you need it? Uh, agreeableness, does the person see things from your point of view and can work with you on a solution um, and give or take? And then conscientiousness, does the person work hard? And then openness to new experience, is the person always looking for bigger and better opportunities and have your best interest in heart? Hmm. So like whether that's someone who like is always keeping an eye out for you, like, hey, like there's this project that's coming up on this team that I think you'd be good at. Hey, there's this property that's gonna be open on this side of town. This area of town, I feel like the real estate value is gonna go up in the next five to 10 years. You should look here. Like mm-hmm. just different things like that. like. Honesty, humility, emotionality, extroversion, agreeableness, conscientiousness, and openness to experience. All Hexico. these people that are in your boat should have those things yeah. online. So yeah. that's the biggest thing I took from that. Yeah, it also sounds like what what this book is getting at is, you know, do what you're still really good at. Yeah. And give out the rest. And as an entrepreneur, that's hard to do. It's hard to give out tasks that you're so used to doing. Um and because you know, you want that control. You you have quality control when you're the boss, right? Mm-hmm. And giving it away is like, you need to trust that this is what they do. What you do is you, you went from idea to reality and, and it's applicable now. But now it's, okay, spend your time on the more important calls. Visit the bigger uh, real estate deals. Talk to those people. The lower stuff, hand that off. Let someone else do discovery calls. Let someone else, you know, go and check in what's the estimated um, improvements on, on this property? Can we get this client, this fixer up or this cash buyer in their profits with this one? Um, and then deal with the big stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a big thing in, in Tim Ferriss too, is like uh, automate as much as you can or get rid of the stuff that's not important. You know, emails, how many junk emails do people get in a week? You know, just stuff that is so low level. Yeah. It's not worth your time. Like opportunity cost lost is so much more than responding to that email. And so, yeah, dude, I like this because those are traits that honest and humility, emotionality, extroversion, agreeableness, conscientiousness, openness to experience. That's like, dude, that's a well-rounded, you find one of those, <clears throat> company is going to do well. Mm-hmm. So it's also, you got to, you got to know how to vet well, like, can you hire well? Can you also fire well when you need to? Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that you're, you're getting in the real estate too. Yeah. It's very interesting to learn <clears> about. <throat> and I, I have a savings plan in place to make sure that I, I'm dedicating enough resources so that when the time comes, I'll have the capital to put a, a decent down payment on a, hopefully a duplex in the Indianapolis area. Beautiful. If possible. Beautiful. So, excited. Yeah, I'm with you. I got a I got a side fund that is not touched except for real estate. Right. So, 
Yeah. Had a boy. Uh, dude, real estate's the game, baby. Mm-hmm. Will Nofsinger, the yacht slinger, yeah. selling yachts to just real estate people. And I feel like it's just. It seems it seems like it's it seems like it's going to be tough at first, but I feel like once you get that once you get that first deal, mm-hmm. once you execute and get that first house, like I just feel like it's just going to be a momentum from yeah. there because you you just got you got to see it happen in front of your eyes, yeah. and it's all about having the courage to keep digging at that and doing the research and getting that first getting that first one, yeah. and just running through the whole process. Yeah, it's like even if even if you submit an offer and it gets rejected, that's pretty far from you know if. So I'm studying wholesaling. So you need to get assistant access to the MLS. You got to find cash buyers. You got to call people. You got to find what buying criteria is. You got to go to, you know, I've, I've looked up the, the two closest real estate investment groups in the greater Indianapolis area. And starting next month, they will have full networking again because of post-COVID. So next month, I can go to them. And one is completely free. So if you want to join me, like, it's free to join. Um, usually it's like an annual, like, I don't know, between 60 to a hundred annually just to be a member. That's fine. But you can get so much better networking done face to face. Now that we're about to wrap up, these bastards go away with their noisy truck. Yeah. Sorry about that noise. Uh, We're going to do our best. Oh wow. They cut that tree down completely. It's completely gone. Okay. Yeah. They said they were cutting down trees out in in my (laughs) complex and the one that's been there forever. They just cut down. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, um, oh, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, MLS building relationships. Yeah, so so it's you know there's a lot that goes into it, but yeah, once you go through the process, you're like, okay, that's how I did it. All right, this offer didn't get accepted, but I know how to do everything up to that. Right. Which is a lot, you know, getting proof of funds to submit the offer and, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I'm excited, very excited for the real estate game. Yeah. Very pumped to see where we're both at with that in the next six, eight, ten, twelve months. Because mm-hmm. I think. Our next 12 months are going to be big. Yeah. I think big. <clears throat> a lot of growth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, making sure – I'm a big efficiency freak too. So as much as I hate trying to build systems, being efficient uh, and effective is one thing to really stay on. And that's – that's so Changemaker, that's what I was just reading about. And, you know, sleeping less, working longer hours, you know, that – all go, no stop, like, that's not always the right answer. That doesn't mean you're being productive. Yeah, that means you're busy, but not always productive. You know, if you say, oh, yeah, I answered 50 emails today. What, maybe five of those really moved the scale, Mm -hmm. right? So it's just, it, it talked about prioritizing your big to small stuff and then prioritize your big stuff again. Break it down again, break it down again. What is really, like... Uh, I had, I forget if I was talking to my mom about this, but if there's one thing that you only get done that day, would you feel good about getting that one thing done? How big is that thing? Yeah. And if it's like, that's all I got done, but I feel good about that day, make sure you do that thing. Yeah. So maybe it's, you know, finding a cash buyer. Okay. Today, my, my goal is to get buying criteria and have good rapport with one cash buyer. Maybe you got to make 20, 30 phone calls to get that one. But you know, that's, okay, that's the goal. Yeah. And that's a big goal too. You know, for me, who's someone who's never done that, that's that's a big goal. So yeah, uh, effective versus efficient. Because yeah. I like being efficient, but you want to make sure what you're doing is productive and effective. <clears throat> and, and we've talked about, you know, making sure you stay in that that realm too, but it's it's nice to just read it again. And, and different people have different perspectives and, and methods to get there. Yeah. So he makes a list, John Berardi makes a list, most important to least important breaks it down. Most yeah. important breaks it down. And then it's like, okay, I will neglect all these other things because this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the beauty of being your own boss. You define <clears throat> your expectations. You define what efficiency mm-hmm. and, and effectiveness means. Yeah. And not saying you won't have those nights where you, you don't sleep at all. Those nights where you get two hours of sleep. I'm not saying those won't exist because they will. You're going to have to put out fires and, and, and everything else outside of that which will – you know, just take more time yeah. and you'll be tired. You'll be angry and frustrated, but you know, you can still sleep and be productive too. Right. So yeah, man, man, entrepreneurship's a bitch. <laughs> it's not all private jets and Lamborghinis. No, I wouldn't want a Lamborghini though. 
Me either. Like it's too now it's too common. As weird as that is yeah. to say, like Lamborghinis, like oh, it's pretty sweet. Like it's still a sweet ride. Yeah. But I want like a nice Maserati, a yeah. sweet Ferrari. Kind of want an, an Audi for my Ooh. my sport, like my fast car. Okay. And then I want a Rover. Mm. As well. See, I want a I want a sweet loaded out Raptor. That's oh, got yeah. some heavy horses behind her, and then either a Ferrari or a, a like high high level Maserati. Gotcha. Color for, for my. So, I think this is tough because I like black and black. darker colors and like matte colors. So, if I'm thinking, okay, if I have just two of those cars, like just I have my my fast my my nice luxury one, and I have my truck. Truck will probably get more use. Maybe I'll get like a lighter color for that because of sun, um, and so it won't like you know black is just gonna bring all the heat. But like you know if I had a matte gray like Maserati and I had yellow calipers, like that would just be sweet. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's oh, so that's what I've thought of. But I don't know. There's some good looking dark trucks too. We'll see. Yeah. I'll cross that bridge when I when I get there. Yeah. 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 Long term goals. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, like if I have only two cars, <laughs> those. Yeah, okay. Those. Super Good. high end in a truck. Good. Need the truck for the family. Luxury is for date night. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Anything else you wanna you wanna slam down on this podcast? No, that's all I have for today. I'm looking forward to you guys implementing some of the stuff we've talked about today. And um, yeah, and if you haven't yet, go back and listen to that Simply Nano episode. Mm-hmm. We already covered it. And, yeah. Um, Drink Coca Cola. Yeah, and uh, hopefully this gets out Friday. So since you're listening to this on Friday, uh, have a good weekend. Yeah, have a great uh, weekend. Oh, Tim, what do you have going on this weekend uh, before we wrap up? Well, I'm actually moving um, some of my stuff into the new apartment and and the golf tournament on Saturday. Yeah, you just said golf. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's anything else. And then my brother uh, is coming in from New York. Oh, very sweet. Just for the weekend, or is he going to stay a little into the week? A couple weeks, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then my little brother, Josh, coming down from Fort Wayne. So uh, I'm actually going to get to see them tonight, Thursday night. We've been yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That'll be fun, dude. Be a good time. That'll be really fun. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for listening. As always, please head on over to iTunes at Off The Dome Radio. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Let us know what you think, uh, how you've implemented some things, who you want us to try to have on the show, or topics you want us to cover. Uh, we love to hear from you. And if you do that... Uh, then find us on Instagram at Off the Dome Radio. Send us a DM. Let us know your name because some of the Apple IDs we have no idea. I mean, okay, I left a review. Blah blah blah. This is my name. Give us your physical mailing address. We will send you a free laptop sticker on us, and I think they're pretty cool. We got a couple on ours as well. Uh, so we really appreciate that. That helps with our momentum. As always, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And until next time, y'all have a great weekend. <laughs>